the American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that silently spreads, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat. As liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. We are back. Second hour of the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Statmiller. With you on this Monday, 15th day of June 2020. Uh, Seriously, folks, uh, NBA, NFL, NASCAR, they're all on bended knee for the BLM. And I have watched players that initially weren't down with this get just absolutely berated and hammered into submission. Well, here's one view. Coming, I, I just, I just love the fact that black people in this country are coming forward and going, "What in the hell are you people doing?" That's never covered on the news, is it? How's everybody doing? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and today we got to talk about quite a few sports organizations quite literally bending the knee as a result of all these Black Lives Matter, hands up, don't shoot protests that are happening all over the nation and some parts of the world beyond the United States. Now, we're talking about the NBA, the NFL, and NASCAR specifically. There could be some other organizations worldwide that are doing it. I think it's happening right now in Europe with some pro soccer or football, as they call it. I don't know anything about that, so for now, I digress. Let's talk about some of these American sports organizations that are, like I said, literally bending the knee as a result of all these protests. Now, NASCAR is the most surprising one here, and I guess I'll start there, and then I get to the NBA, NFL, but NASCAR is kind of surprising. Uh, The whole thing about them removing the Confederate flags from being flown at the different racetracks, I I think that's not really a big deal, although I think some people are not going to like that too much because they feel like the Confederate flag is not a symbol of hate, it's heritage. I know you've heard it over and over again. Some may roll their eyes and sit the back of their head when they hear it, but that's a real thing. I mean, I'm down here in the South. I know guys that fly the Confederate flag and the nicest guys ever. The nicest guys ever. I'm guaranteeing you that. And quite frankly, I'd rather see the Confederate flag being flown than the Planned Parenthood flag. Okay, so if they're going to cancel the Confederate flag, that's fine. But don't fly the Planned Parenthood flag or any other kind of flag like that. Okay, if it's about racism and intolerance towards blacks, how many black babies has Planned Parenthood killed versus the Confederacy? Huh? You tell me. Different story. I digress. My whole point is that they have canceled, quote unquote, the Confederate flag. And also you have one guy that's a driver. They said he's the only black driver in NASCAR. I don't know if that's true or not. Like, I don't watch NASCAR, so I wouldn't know all the drivers and their names and their races. But anyway, he's a biracial guy. He's driving the car that says Black Lives Matter on it. Now, I don't know what says Tragic Mulatto other than the big car in NASCAR that says Black Lives Matter on it. What are you even talking about, sir? What is the purpose of this car? Okay, I would not want to see anything like that. I don't care if I'm black, white, Puerto Rican, Candy Stripe. I don't want to see anything like that. If I'm coming to a car race, I don't need any kind of political things just just shoved in my face. I don't need it. Okay, I I don't want to see anything like that. I'm coming here to have a good time. That's a great segue into my next point about the NFL. Now, they're talking about they want to do kneeling. They want to bring that back. Um, I saw this little, it might have been a minute or two minute spot 
from a bunch of black players in the league. I think, um, what's my man's name? Kansas City Chiefs, I forget his name. Patrick Mahomes, he was the one that had posted it or it was on his account and someone else posted it. It was him and Ezekiel Elliott, which is hilarious. You got Ezekiel Elliott in there. This guy has more problems than Chris Brown, Bobby Brown, James Brown <laughs> combined off the field. But different story. Anyway, all these guys are in the montage talking about police brutality, all this and that in the third, talking about, well, you got to hear our voices, Black Lives Matter. I'm like, man, I, I don't want to see this. The NFL was already kind of on my list of things I didn't really pay that much mind to anymore. I, I enjoy football, American football that is. I enjoy it. I enjoy playing it, watching it. But I didn't watch that much last year or this past season because it just, I don't know. It was so much stuff going on. So many distractions on the field. You got Jay-Z in there. Jay-Z talking about Colin Kaepernick and Black Lives Matter one minute. And then the next minute, he's hooked up with Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, doing halftime shows, all kind of crazy stuff. It's kind of weird to me how one minute you're all about Black Lives Matter, but the other minute you just working for the NFL to get money. But anyway, he had these really cringy halftime shows during regular season games. It was weird. I didn't like it. Then they're talking about potentially having male cheerleaders on the field. I didn't like that. Um, there's so many rules and regulations to the point where it's almost like kids flag football rather than actual NFL professional football with grown men on the field. So they're, they're watering the game down. You got on-field distractions, halftime shows from Jay-Z that are just weird and cringy. And then you got the Black Lives Matter kneeling protests making the return. I, I'm just, I'm tired of it. Then there's always a fight between those that want to do the kneeling and those that don't, the players, the coaches, the owners. I mean, just give me some football. How about that? I do news for a living. It's what I do every day. I read articles all day, all night. I'm on my phone. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. This is what I do. All right. Maybe give me a Sunday where I can just chill, relax, give me a nice cold iced tea and watch an in-the-field football game without all the other stuff. That's why I didn't like Bob Costas back in the day because he would come on there with that nonsense about some world issue. It's like, sir, I'm not trying to hear about, you know, the rainforest being chopped down. I don't care right now. Maybe I do, but not right now. Can I watch the game? How about that, sir? So now I'm trying to bring all this stuff back. I'm just probably going to not watch football anymore. And it kind of hurts to say it, but I'm not going to watch it. But you know what? I take that back. I'm not going to watch regular season or most of the playoffs. I watch the big game, the Super Bowl. I watch that for the commercials, but I'm not going to be invested into regular season games. And it's a lot of guys that are just like me that will cause them to lose a lot of money. So if the NFL guys don't mind losing a lot of money on their contract, then that's fine. They can do that. But I think they might want to reconsider when the contracts come up short. Now, the NBA, they want to go to Orlando and I guess finish their season or try to do the playoffs or some kind of tournament. I'm not really sure. Not all the teams will be there. I think 20 of the 30 teams will be there, but they want to go down there and play. Now you got Kyrie Irving, a guy that used to play for the Cleveland Cavaliers alongside LeBron James. I think he's on the New Jersey Nets right now alongside Kevin Durant, who has not played yet because he's injured. He's saying that he does not want to resume when the season starts if it starts back because we have the protests going on for Black Lives Matter and he doesn't want to be a distraction. You should be going to the protests and fighting for black rights and doing that whole thing rather than watching NBA guys play. And that's causing the rift right there because some guys want to play. Shout out to Austin Rivers, who is a son of uh, excellent head coach, Hall of Famer, if I'm not mistaken, Doc Rivers. He said, look, I'm not understanding the correlation. Like <laughs> if we play and we get money, we can give that to BLM if we want to. Why would we not play and not make money? I don't understand how that makes any sense. And he's right. If you want to support Black Lives, L-I-E-S Matter, then why not keep on playing? Okay, you got a platform. People know who you are. You got money. What's the point in not playing? I think Kyrie Irving is trying to be some kind of super smart genius. You know what I'm saying? 115 IQ. I think he's 175 IQ. Big brain. Rocket scientist. Trying to trick the other guys into believing his nonsense. I think Kyrie Irving does not really want to play in general. He wants to just stay at home and chill. He has a big contract guaranteed. Maybe it's guaranteed, maybe it's not, I don't know. But he has plenty of money. He could just pretty much stay home and chill. He might be halfway injured. He could just stay home, still have money, and be straight. But that's a different story, and I digress. My whole point is, it doesn't make any sense to not play. But hey, 
if they want to do that, if they want to just not play basketball no more, then that's fine. All they're going to do is hurt themselves and hurt guys that and girls that want to watch the game, fans of the game. You're not helping by not playing. It doesn't make any sense. And quite frankly, this Black Lives Matter protest, insurrection, riot, whatever you want to call it, will be over pretty soon. I mean, it's just it's just next wave. You know, it, the virus was going on for a while. That was popular. That's over with. Now we're on to Black Lives Matter. Then it'll be the next thing. Once November hits, that'll all be over with. I mean, really, before then, it could be something that happens. Uh, some kind of, you know, world event will happen, and then it'll change. It'll be on to the next thing, okay? And it was weird. I was watching ESPN on YouTube, not on actual TV. But I saw a clip from Tracy McGrady, and I think Rachel Nichols asked him, hey, if you were still playing, would you want to play or not? Nah? And he said, well, I probably would vote to not play because you still got the virus going on. And, you know, he doesn't want to have anybody in danger for the virus. Then he was like, he kind of supports Kyrie about not wanting to come back because it could be a distraction from the protest. The virus is not even the problem when it comes to going out there and protesting. But when it's talking about the NBA game, then it is. It's kind of silly to me. So as I close, I want to say this. I'm not a fan of all these sports leagues literally taking the knee to, I guess, oppose racism to own a conservatism, I'm not really sure what they're doing, but I think that I'm not alone. A lot of guys and girls are going to just say, you know what, I'm done. I don't want to see this. This is not really what I'm interested in. It's not going to be entertaining. Too many on the field distractions for me to really enjoy what's happening. So I'm just out. I'll do something else. Rather than watching NBA, NFL, maybe even NASCAR, I'll just do something else. Watch golf, play golf, go outside, hang out, do that. Okay, and I think... Them trying to come back right now in the summer is the worst time because they're going to have low viewership anyway because everybody's outside enjoying themselves, hanging out, virus and no virus. Everybody's outside doing what they want to do. So it, doesn't, it, it makes no sense for them to do this unless they just want to tank the whole organization and not make money. If that's their goal, then great. They're doing a good job. But if not, it doesn't make sense at all to do it this way. But I think I'll leave that right there for now. And what say you? Do you think it's a good thing for all these sports leagues to basically be like Black Lives Matter, hands up, don't shoot, we're going to kneel, we're going to have the Black Lives Matter car and NASCAR? Like, is it a good thing that they're doing this? And that's your viewpoint. Let me know why in the comments below. Or is it a bad thing? If you feel that way, let me know why in the comments below. You know where I stand. I think it's a silly move. I don't want to see all that. Like I said, I watch the news every day. I read the news every day. I report on the news every day. Can I get just an hour, two hours, three hours where I can just relax and chill and don't have that just constantly inundated? The commercials are bad enough on TV, which is why I rarely watch TV. I watch the news like when I eat lunch in the morning, local news as well as national news, and then... I might watch uh, HGTV or something like that. Home improvement, ten to two man teletype stuff. You understand what I'm saying? But beyond that, I'm good. I don't watch scripted shows. I don't watch uh, much sports at all anymore because ain't no live sports anyway. I watch golf a little bit, but that's about it. Most of my day is consumed by reading news. That's it. Can I get a little bit of time where I don't have to do that? I guess not. But yeah, I've been looking. I'm been looking i'm not up i can't hear myself there where'd my return go <laughs> well somebody somebody ought to let mrs ford know just go ahead and sell the team the detroit lions because they're not ever going to win a super bowl and you guys are going to run out of money before you ever have a chance to you know the one thing people are forgetting here is attendance to the nfl was down last year it was down the year before why well ticket prices People didn't have that disposable income. Now you want to politicize the game? There's going to be a whole lot of people that are just like this guy. They're going to walk away. They're not going to be watching. They're going to go do something else. And you see, that's what happens. In our lives, you know, we get used to things. And then all of a sudden, the circumstance changes, and then you're off doing other things. Same thing is going to happen with the sports in this country multi 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 billion dollar business they're now in jeopardy of destroying it does this make any sense to you and with 70 plus percent of people just in the nfl i don't even know mike do me a favor do me a little factoid check how many people in the nba are black 
I think it's higher percentage than the NFL, but it's 70-plus percent in the NFL. And we're talking millions of dollars a year, even even on contracts. You know, they're just trying to fill a void and plug a body in. These guys, minimally, will get a million bucks plus. Where else are you going to go to make that kind of money? What other sport out there, depending on athletics, can you go play right now that makes that kind of money? You can't. So, you know, and, and if I was Roger Goodell, I would be telling the Players Association that very same thing. If you want to keep politicizing, oh, but that's right. He's one of the politicizers. Oh, we're all going to bend on knee and all this is going to go away. No, it's not. Because the real issues about this are not being discussed. They're getting a feeling about it, but it's not being talked about. Well, okay then. Much to your uh, career demise. See if you can go out there and find another job that pays you millions of dollars a year. By the way, with this thing that I had talked about before, about this tracking and tracing, (laughs) Supreme Court coming out and saying, yeah, uh, yeah, vaccines are constitutional. How, How is that? When the supporting evidence is that no studies have ever been done on these vaccinations, that they want to just pump the hell out of it, you know, into us. How can you do that? Well, when there's a coronavirus vaccine, and this is mainstream. Now, this is carried in USA Today. This tells you the mindset, okay? This is why I posted this story. For the insiders and the people that are making the money off of this, it is a done deal. We're going to have tracking and tracing, and we're going to be coming to your door, and we're going to be shooting you full of vaccines, and you will be sanctioned if you don't. Well, when there's coronavirus vaccine, how will we make sure everybody gets it? That's the job of state immunization registries. A collection of 62 obscure state and local agencies may end up being crucial players in the fight against coronavirus once vaccines become available. They're known as immunization registries, and they keep track of children's and increasingly adults' immunizations. Vaccine against sars COVID-2 virus that causes the disease COVID-19 are expected to require two doses. Oh, not just one. Now we're going to shoot you twice. I'm going to double tap you. Give it a month or so apart and come in several different, excuse me, several different types. That's a recipe for disaster without a central repository to know who got what vaccine and when. Oh, yes. Imagine this scenario. You get your first coronavirus shot at a local health department clinic. A month later, when it's time for you to follow up, you go to your doctor or local pharmacy. They'll need to know which one you got and when you got it, and double-check when you're due for the second dose. Dr. Kelly Moore, Associate Director of Immunization Education with the Immunization Action Coalition. That's where existing state immunization registries should come in Public health uh, experts are saying multiple doses and different vaccines aren't just a logistical nightmare. There are health implications as well. Now, folks, this conversation wouldn't be taking place if they got their national health care now, would it? That's right. But we rejected it. Still going to line you up and pincushion you. There could be an unknown reactions, and no one's going to have time to do studies to see if you can mix and match. Rebecca Coyle, Executive Director of the American Immunization Registry Association in Washington, D.C., just said, gearing up to vaccinate more than 300 million Americans twice in a short period of time, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working closely with the registries and the state health departments to streamline the somewhat clunky existing system. Now, what this is not talking about is the problem they're going to have showing up at people's doorsteps to want to track and trace and pull you out if they feel it's necessary and quarantine you. They're not talking about the loss of life. Oh, no, not from vaccines, but from hot lead. They don't want to touch that one. How far, how long must this circus continue before somebody realizes if we try this, there's going to be adverse reaction from the public. 
working with Front Sight Firearms Training Institute to bring our audience the best in combat, tactical, and defensive firearms training. Whether you're a private citizen who is new to firearms or you have a concealed weapon permit and want a level of training that surpasses what you've received from your local gun range, Front Sight provides priceless education and skills taught by seasoned law enforcement, military, and private citizen instructors to levels that far exceed law enforcement and military standards. With nearly a million responsible citizens trained from every town, city, and state from across the United States, Front Sight has bolstered the Patriot movement to a whole new level. Contact Dan Sutterfield by phone at 573-762-2356 or 573-465-2356 or shoot him an email at domedan, D-O-M-E-D-A-N, at hotmail.com. This is a limited time opportunity. Don't miss it. As a listener of RBN, you're surely concerned about being informed and being ready for whatever may come. Please consider the following questionnaire as a soul-jarring wake-up call. If you answer no to more than two of these following questions, you probably aren't going to make it through any major disruption in our country. The questions were compiled by people that have been there. Are you really ready? Do you own your own firearm for the primary defense and protection of you and your loved ones? Have you ever been professionally trained to stand against life-threatening behavior? Have you ever practiced enough to fire 500 rounds during a two- to four-day time frame, day and night? Can you load, unload, fire, and clear a jam in total darkness? Have all the adults in your household been professionally trained? Are you, life and death, comfortable with your abilities with pistol, revolver, shotgun, and rifle? Are you aware that everything that you do to prepare for an emergency is a waste of time, money, and energy? If you haven't owned your abilities to their highest level to protect and keep what you have, do you have the repair parts that will most likely be needed for each of your firearm, and do you have the ability to install those parts? Could you completely clean every firearm you own? Are you aware that your body won't go where your mind hasn't been? In other words, without proper training, followed by regular practice, you probably will not win a gunfight. Well, how did you measure up? Take the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to start correcting your deficiencies by receiving your Commander Lifetime Membership with Front Sight Firearms Training Facility. A one-time donation to RBN for $500 We'll give you a Commander Lifetime Membership at Front Sight as a tremendously huge thank you bonus. See details on RBN's webpage to make it happen. The clock is ticking. You had better be ready before it happens. Everybody's gearing up as if this is a done deal. Okay. Have you noticed? Oh, uh, oh, Texas. Oh, oh, there's a reemergence of the coronavirus. Really? This is Texas. We've already had 100-plus degree days. Who is Zooming whom here? Bob in Colorado. Hello, Bob. Hello, John. How are you? Uh, you know, talking about the sports earlier, uh, I used to follow sports my whole life. And then when that first knee went down on the ground, I was a cop for 25 years. I was in the military. And when that first knee went down, that's when I stopped watching sports. Like your, uh, uh, the guy you had on earlier, uh, yeah. I'll watch the Super Bowl, maybe. Mm. But oh, maybe that, that, oh, that the, yeah, the black guy, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, what an interesting guy, man. I'm going <laughs> to listen to the show again because I really want to make contact with him. But anyway, uh, I am very interested to see at this point, since all sales have gone down in every sport. Yeah. If you scan, I go to a sports bar quite often, not to watch sports, just to drink. But I, I sit there and my, I make sure I pay attention to when the camera is panning around the stands. It's incredible. Baseball, football, NASCAR. 
they've shrunk all the seats down. I used to have season passes for NASCAR, and it's amazing. It's like half the track is filled now. This but is my amazing. question is, I and I hope somebody Thank in government can come out with the answer, are we still going to have flyovers by the military? Hmm. That's, That's an what I would like to know. Yeah. By the way, the, the guy you're talking about, his name is Anthony Brian Logan. Okay. Anthony uh, Brian. Okay. Logan. Okay. Yeah. What a very interesting guy, man. He makes sense. You know, it's just like uh, Larry Pinkney. If we had more people out there trying to get to these young kids, we wouldn't be in the shape we are now. Well, and, and, but anyway, and, I would really like to find out yeah. since uh, they are just pissing all over us. If the military will say we will not do flyovers anymore for any sport that supports BLM. So I'll listen to you off air, John. You have a blessed day. Thank Bye. you. Appreciate it, Bob. I was never a fan of the military and the NFL with their flyovers and, you know, all that other stuff. I, I never was until I discovered that where did the game of football come from? Well, it came from the military. You know, do your research. <laughs> so I, I can understand uh, the, the connection there. But, you know, last year it got to a point where some teams, you know, they said, hey, we just won't field the players. Or we'll still do the same old thing prior to game time and we'll do our little acknowledgments and whatever. But they kept the teams in the locker rooms until that was over, and then the, the team would take the field. This is all ass backwards. It, it shouldn't be this way. And what they're, what they're precluding from the airwaves or interviewing any of these people that are talking this, talking this way, my goodness. I mean, all blacks aren't down with Black Lives Matter. You bet your sweet bippy they're not. I got people in my own neighborhood, blacks, are just looking at me, kind of shrugging their shoulders, going, yeah, we don't know either. <laughs> Mark in Florida. Hello, Mark. Hey, John. Uh, thanks for letting me in. Uh, I want to make a couple points, and I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. um, one point is, you need to have in your back pocket a uh, habeas corpus, a complaint, and a writ of mandamus, ready to fill it out. How many, uh, next point, how many uh, black babies have been aborted if black lives matter so much? Um, well, and you know, and the and, gentleman, yeah, Mark, well, what's fascinating to me is this Black Lives Matter, BLM. And if black lives mattered, why are not the inner city blacks conducting themselves like it really does matter with their own life? We're not, we're not talking about joining cause celeb or a riot or even a demonstration. Why are not more black people that are born and raised and in our large cities, inner cities, why are they not breaking free of this? It's because they don't have any black leaders are out there telling them the truth. That's why. I, I mean, it, it's right. it, Mark, it, it's fascinating to me that this kind of scam can go on unchallenged. But some are. Candace Owens is challenging. How many times you've seen her on Fox News lately? Chances are you'll never see her on Fox News again. Because she's radioactive, because she's black, that's pushing against all of this crap that's being shoved down everybody's throat. They're not going to have their voice on a national platform. It's just not going to happen. Well, she, she's exposing the, Bol the Bolshevism. Yep. Um, and, and to continue on, uh, I don't want to, uh, now I'm not, I'm not opposed to uh, the. Uh, peaceful protesters like they had in Michigan. I'm, I'm not either, oh, Mark. And, and you can hear the bump. Hang on, I'll carry you through the break. I'm not either. Because it makes no sense to get rid of your First Amendment because somebody is doing the wrong thing with it. <laughs> it just makes no sense at all. Okay, Mark, hang on. we got to take the bottom of the hour break. By the way, the Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sports, the NBA was 74.3% black during the 2015-2016 season, and 81.7% were people of color. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Extend your life with Extendivite. Extendivite really works. Here are some reviews from Amazon.com. Nikki, great product. Have to try it for a few months to see results. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I have noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from carpal tunnel. I will continue to buy the product. Ken Peaks, five out of five stars. Works as advertised. This formula is very powerful. Be careful to follow directions. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure has stabilized and my lower edema has reduced. Lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. Thank you. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. You're tuned in to the National Intel Report, the real talk radio show. We are back. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, thank you. Um, now, Anthony, uh, I missed the point, uh, and, and you mentioned it, the education, um, like at Miss Owens. Um, when do you or me or any of us become the protesters when they're kicking in our door to give us a shot? When, 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 when do we join them? Uh, we don't. So we go out, we take it out one at a time? Oh, I think by the time that happens, you're going to see what people in this country have been waiting for for about 20, 25 years, an armed rebellion. Well, when they're coming at your door, one at a, that's, that's the same way the IRS takes us out. They take us out one at a time behind closed doors and wipe us out. Well, and, and when was the last time that you heard of anybody really pulling a gun on an IRS agent that shows up at your door? Uh, that doesn't happen very often, but now we're talking about a situation. Uh, I mean, I, I that this is going to be, I'm telling people that this is going to take place. They've already made up their mind. We're going to have state-run vaccinations, and you will be vaccinated against the coronavirus, and it's going to take two shots, and now they're arguing about how the registry should uh, be tracked and traced and everything else. This is a little different scenario. Um, I, you know, I, right, I, but at the same time, yeah. at, the, at the same time you mentioned, and it's true, 
There is no test. They're, they have not isolated a specific germ or any. There's no facts and evidence yep. that that either warrant a lockdown at all. Yet they're they're planning on this, and uh, these protesters. It might be bad police, but who's who's the ones telling the who's the ones telling the the, uh, the vaccine guys to come to my door? Who's the ones telling the police to get on their necks? They're hitting the wrong people, and we're hitting the wrong people. That's why I say carry a habeas corpus, a complaint, and a mandamus in your pocket. I don't think that's really going to matter to them because they're the ones that make up the rules, and then they turn around and break their own rules that they make up. And the one set of rules they're not following, and that's why we had the Supreme Court going, oh, yeah, 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 it's it's constitutional to be shot up with poison. And then I got yeah. Alan, and then I got Alan Dershowitz saying that you can't refuse state-ordered vaccinations. And what I just read you is the working program that is going on right now with the CDC and all the states setting up vaccinating everybody, and they fully intend to do it. But if I want to get rid of my baby, I'm allowed to have an abortion because I have the right to my privacy. Absolutely. I mean, it's, yeah, it's madness. Yeah, it, it is absolutely turned inside out and popped, I mean, just upside down and inside out. It, it is all of that. And this is going to go on for quite some time. Now you're seeing the cultural capitulation to people that are culturally deficient, that can't even provide for themselves, that can't speak two cognitive, make sense sentences. And, and, and we're all going to kumbaya, we're all going to come together. What they're talking about is bringing you down to that level. And I refuse to do it. I, I'm, I'm just not going to do it. Do what you will. Do what you think you can to take control. But I'm going to push back. Depending on how hard you come after me, depends on how hard I come back after you. You need to wear uh, uh, glasses with mirrors so you can see what's coming up behind you. I mean... <laughs> Mark, why, why do you think why do you think I've been running this program with uh, Front Sight? Because I want people trained beyond the level of the people that are going to come busting in your doors. And from what I've seen so far, this go around, the response has been anemic. So the people out there that listen to this show, if you want to take your life in your own hands, thinking you got it all set up, you better think again. You better think again. I don't do things just for the hell of it around here. I do it for specific reasons. Yeah, and I, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks Thank, for letting me in, John. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate your call. Chris in Vegas. Hello, Chris. Well, good afternoon, John. Uh, I listened very uh, carefully to Roger earlier, and I admired his appreciation of this corporate web of tyranny that's been woven around American cities, counties, and municipalities and the corporate federal government itself. And I have done some quite a lot of due diligence. And whenever you look at the county commissions, the city councils, or whatever else they call the ruling group, they always sign the checks to pay the sheriff and uh, all his agents that work for him. And of course, you can usually find them listed on uh, Dun and Bradstreet or Manta. But the language and the clauses are very closely akin to subject to the county commission, whereby they all take their jobs as so-called sheriffs or police chiefs. And this makes the county commission, under the doctrine of agent superior, as stated in Fessler versus Rollins, noticed agents, noticed principals, noticed principals, noticed agents, the culpable, liable, suitable party that is the head of the whole organization. They hire the district attorneys, the judges, the prosecutors, uh, all these different agencies that supposedly go out to enforce their secret codes and statutes and policies on the people. And this creates a clear and present danger to our American way of life because by hiring all these secret agencies that are under their own private policies, codes, and procedures, not under the Constitution, it puts us all susceptible to being preyed upon by these predators out there 
like the ones who stole my 1957 Dodge D500 two-door hardtop no-post Hemi, of which there were only 671 built in 1957. And so that's why I'm including the county commission at all, including the now governor, former head of the county commission, Steve Sisolak, in two different attempts to murder me and other crimes of domestic terrorism, armed robbery, and so on and so forth. It could be quite an interesting case before it all goes over. I served some subpoenas last week, and we'll be servicing uh, another of 26F uh, evidentiary meeting pre-trial in the very near future, and that will make them very excited over there, I'm quite sure, from the discovery I'm looking for them to produce under Brady and Giglio. Well, they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. They want to get you out of Vegas, but you don't want to leave. You've been a thorn in their side oh, for quite some time. Yeah, You're exactly right, John. In fact, I had a special stop with two of them the other day at well, they told me this was now a sovereign free zone. And there's quite a, other, quite a bit of other colloquy between us. Mm. Uh, I do have to admire and applaud you for bringing Roger on. I love his passion, his fervor, his love of America and patriotism. He feels like most of us on this channel that call up here and listen to the other hosts on the show. And we all love America. We want to see it survive and not see it succumb to the abject tyranny of Bolshevik communism here in America and Talmudism and Kabbalism. So thank you so God, very, very much for supplying such a great venue for all of us to vent on. God bless America and Republic Broadcasting Network. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate your call. Yeah, uh, Roger Landry, the Liberty Beacon Project. Uh, this is going to take center stage here in the not-too-distant future. And this is our response back to their response. You have to stay tuned. I'm precluded from telling you any more about it. And if you're still listening, Roger, that's right, isn't it? Just give me just just give me the day and I'll have you on this network the minute it happens. Well, every once in a while, even newspapers in Detroit run stories that are factual. The Detroit News recently ran a story here about uh, Michigan and their budget. Well, what shape do you think the budget is in Michigan? Well, they finally did an editorial, Congress can't afford to bail out Michigan. <laughs> Somebody better tell your damn governor that, because she's got a problem, a severe problem. She's locked down that state. It's still partially locked down, and she's not changing anything. Every time there's a protest, every time somebody pushes at her, she just doubles down and comes right back. Well, Michigan's budget is in a world of hurt following a three-month lockdown in response to the coronavirus or the disease these Democrats have. I don't know which it is. As a result, the state leaders are turning to the federal government to solve their problems. But Congress has already added a dangerous amount of debt to combat the virus. This is Detroit news, and this is shocking to me. Most states are feeling the blow to their bottom line, yet the federal government cannot magically wave a wand and make that money appear. As our country racks up record levels of borrowing, we're all going to have to pay for it. Just in the last few weeks, Michigan politicians and interest groups have called on Congress to help boost infrastructure and K-12 funding, as well as send more aid in response to flooding in Midland, Michigan. The state faces more than a $6 billion shortfall through next year. Rather than tackle the deficit head-on, however, Michigan officials are demanding federal assistance. The bottom line is we're going to have to save lives and provide critical services uh, to Michiganders. Through this crisis, we're going to need flexibility and support from the federal government, said Chris Kolb, state budget director, last month. But, Chris, didn't anybody tell you this was the choice of your governor in your own state to lock this and destroy what's left of Michigan's economy? Maybe she can pay for it. But here again, what are they doing? 
Well, they did the dirty deed in Michigan. Now they're turning to the federal government going, we need your assistance. We need federal funds. What? So the rest of the 300 million Americans in this country can pay for your stupidity? I think not. I think not. And, of course, Gretchen the Witch, Gretchen Whitmer, had a similar message for Congress during a recent testimony in the House panel. She says, I appreciate the federal assistance provided to states to date, but more is needed to support our response to this crisis. You little communist. Can I, can I be the one that weights her down and throws her in Lake Superior, please? Can I have that honor? States are facing budget shortfalls, she goes on, that will require us to make impossible choices that will harm communities from border to border. You've already done it, you dipstick. A broader solution is needed, and Congress must come together to provide it. The reality is the federal government cannot afford to bail out Michigan and every other state feeling the sting of their self-imposed lockdowns. This is the Detroit News. I am shocked. Boys, have things gotten bad enough up there in the newsroom that you're forced to once and for your, uh, your entire editorial life tell the truth? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> wow. It's the moments of sanity that are now standing out. Have you noticed? Congress has already taken extensive and unprecedented action to send funding directly to individuals, businesses, state, and local governments to deal with the financial challenges surrounding the virus. In May, Democratic-controlled House passed yet another relief bill, a massive $3 trillion wish list that would do much more than provide targeted virus aid. The Republican majority in the Senate is wisely holding off on this measure. This is the Detroit News. I cannot believe I'm reading this. Pinch me. I think I'm having a dream. The states crying the loudest for additional help are also the ones who have a history of making bad financial decisions. As Heritage Foundation, now they're quoting the Heritage Foundation? Mike, did I die before I did this show? Am I actually in heaven that I hear the Detroit News doing an editorial like this? Somebody went crazy. Maybe they were holding the gun to the editorial staff's heads. I don't know. As Heritage Foundation President K.C. James has noted, bailing out states is simply put a bad idea. It shields politicians from the consequences of their actions and encourages the same reckless spending habits that got them into the financial mess in the first place. To date, the federal government is expected to take on $8 trillion more in debt over the next decade. Next decade? Pfft. Yeah. <laughs> in the wake of the pandemic. And just paying down the interest on that sum will demand massive new taxes and spending cuts, argued Brian Riddle, a Manhattan Institute senior fellow in our pages. Riddle also states the government must get its spending under control and when the immediate threat of the virus subsides, Congress should get serious about a deficit reduction plan. Well, the witch Whitmer uh, and the legislature are going to have to take responsibility for the state's budget woes and soon. Uh, which Whitmer was my ad. It was Whitmer and the legislature. <clears throat> I am shocked. The free press and the Detroit News is as liberal as they come. But finally, on their editorial page, they print something for still the people that are reading the Detroit News and the Detroit Free Press, which is not what it used to be, folks. Even they're forced to tell the truth because they can see this thing coming. They can see it coming. I am just simply amazed. <laughs> oh, let me see. Oh, yeah. Tear down Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, tear that statue down. See, it's not about just the racist flag of the South, folks. It's it's going to be George next. They hate the Republic. They hate it. Because it doesn't necessarily cave into their demands and give them what they think that they need that already belongs to somebody else. It's mine. Really? Hmm. I see.
and 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 they're already they're already going in and correcting the sins of the past. Looney Tunes folks, they've gone in re-edited those. Elmer Fudd that always had his gun and he was always going hunting for that wascally wabbit or going after Daffy. Loved the cartoon <laughs> where it was it was rabbit season and and Daffy changed all the signs to uh, oh it was duck season he changed them all it was oh it's it's rabbit season. And it didn't work. Elmer kept shooting the duck. So Daffy got all fed up and he just started screaming, shoot me now, shoot me now, which Elmer did. But see, Elmer can't shoot Daffy anymore because they replaced all the guns in those cartoons with other weapons of mass destruction like scythes and machetes and things like that. It's a kinder, gentler way of doing it. Without that nasty smell of that gunpowder. I'm horrible smell. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Is the Second Amendment your line in the sand? Is the United States Constitution important to you? Are you worried about gun confiscation? You need to join us for free at GunConfiscation.com. At GunConfiscation.com, you will meet like-minded patriots, get the latest Second Amendment news, and find anything you need to prepare for gun confiscation. Visit GunConfiscation.com today. That's GunConfiscation.com. Which side are you on? Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right, all the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talk Right makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store. Did you know that you can be tracked and traced when you're online? With identity theft and cybercrimes on the rise, your passwords, your identity, and even your physical location can be revealed to complete strangers. Would you like to surf the Internet anonymously and not have to worry about these threats? Well, now you can by visiting PatriotInternet.com. For about $2 per month, PatriotInternet.com will conceal your IP address and your physical location, allowing you to browse the web, send emails, and instant message anonymously. PatriotInternet.com will bypass filters, block sites, and keyword blocking. You can also bypass logging by your router and your ISP. With PatriotInternet.com, there is no software to install and uses 128-bit encryption for your protection. When using wireless hotspots, PatriotInternet.com shields your information from identity thieves and is compatible with Windows, Mac, and Linux. Protect your identity and your freedom with anonymous Internet access from PatriotInternet.com. Visit PatriotInternet.com today. By the way, uh, what? Oh, open up your mic again, Mike, and tell me the companies that. Uh... Uh, T-Mobile, Sprint, AT&T, and Verizon customers reporting widespread cell service outages. What do you? I've never heard of anything like this happening before. Why is it going on? Hmm. Hmm. Are they testing the systems to be able to shut down phones in mass? That would be my guess. 
There are polls and then there are polls. Depending on who is giving the poll and what sampling of the poll that they're taking the opinions of the people. Well, there's another poll out. Andrew Stiles authored this one. He said, a majority of the American people proudly and enthusiastically support Donald J. Trump and are eager to see him reelected in November, a recent poll found. The exclusive survey conducted by the Institute for Fact-Based Analytics on behalf of the Washington Free Beacon was based on phone interviews with more than 6,000 verified American citizens. Notice we said verified who described themselves as extremely likely to vote this fall. The poll's findings, which were strongly based on science, are curiously divergent from the findings of polls conducted by the so-called mainstream media. They wouldn't lie to us, would they? No, 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 no. Left-wing television network CNN, for example, recently received a powerful legal statement from the Trump campaign demanding the uh, retraction of the phony poll intended to cause voter suppression, stifle momentum, and enthusiasm for the president and present a false view generally on the actual support across America for the president. The Free Beacon, on the other hand, is unlikely to be threatened with legal action due to its strict adherence to scientific methodology and unprecedented margin of error. The poll most notable findings bolstered by truth are listed. Let me see if I can get to this quick enough. Please open up fast. Please. There we go. If the election were held today, for whom would you vote? Number one is Donald Trump at 61.2%. Joe Biden at 18.6%. That sounds about right. Creepy Joe in the basement. Can't remember where he's at or what his name is. Hillary Clinton, (laughs) 11.5%. Melania Trump, 7%. Justice Amash, 0.1%. And 1.6% just doesn't know. How would you rate the job President Trump has done during his first term? Perfect, 12%, excellent, 25 very good, 33%, good, 18%, and other, 103 In your opinion, which American president was the greatest of all time? <laughs> Donald Trump, 21%, Abe Lincoln, 16 George Washington, 13 Franklin Delano, 12 Ronald Reagan, 11 George Bush, 8 Richard Nixon, 6 Martin Van Buren, 5%, and Barack Insane Obama, 4.5%. <laughs> In your opinion, what's the appropriate height for the beautiful wall President Trump is building on the southern border? 26% of the respondents said about 100 feet should be about right. <laughs> uh, that'll be it for us today, ladies and gentlemen. Please. We haven't asked for the donations, but we are in need of your support. So please contemplate that. See what it's worth for you getting your news every day, unfiltered and unrestrained. It's important. We'll see you tomorrow. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. 
because you can handle the truth.